Welcome to Booked, the Warmed and Bound sessions. I'm Rob Olson. And I'm Livia Snedden. Warmed and Bound is an anthology published by Velvet Press, consisting of just under 40 short stories, all by authors who are members of or involved in the Velvet, an online community of authors and fans of the trio, Will Christopher Bayer, Craig Clevenger, and Stephen Graham Jones. Warmed and Bound was released on July 22nd. Among the Warmed and Bound authors is Doc O'Donnell. Doc is a rock and roll dropout that writes Dirty Noir from a cramped apartment in Newcastle, Australia. To pay for bills and booze, he looks after the elderly, soaking up their tales. His work has dirtied the pages and screens of Crime Factory, Pulp Metal Magazine, Short, Fast, and Deadly, Nefarious Muse, and Thunderdome. Doc is the editor of DirtyNoir.com, a crime noir webzine. And you can find his story, If You Love Me, in Warmed and Bound. Doc was nice enough to join us for an interview tonight. Doc, welcome to Book. Thanks for taking time out to talk to us today. Thanks for having me. Why don't we start it out by having you tell us a little bit about your story in Warmed and Bound called If You Love Me. Okay. Um, If You Love Me, it was um, a story I wrote some time ago, probably sometime last year. It actually started as a prompt. The prompt was um, write something from memory, uh, from your past, and start it with I remember when and um, that uh, is kind of what started it it's a, a, a personal story probably the most autobiographical story I've written though being a fictional writer I couldn't help but take liberties and the original story kind of got blurred in the mix very quickly and um, that's kind of how it started um it's a quick little story. It's just about, I don't know, kind of messed up love, I guess. Um, what what one guy will do to um, prove a love for a girl that's a manipulative little so-and-so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's funny that, you know, after you said it was autobiographical, I thought, man, either that was really a lot of fun or a huge mess or probably a little bit of both. Um, well, I say it, it started autobiographically um but like i said the fictional lines kind of come in and all the threads kind of like once i get a theme going on something that's autobiographical the fiction kicks in and i'm manipulating the truth to the point where the story could no longer be called non-fiction so it was it was inspired by um some true kind of stuff but um you know i don't have well i do now i was gonna say i don't have susanna the name on my body anywhere (laughs) but um i do in the tattoo now so uh, (laughs) um how much of your work starts out autobiographically oh it's it's funny because none of it really used to i kind of used to just kind of write completely fictional drawing from all little bits of inspiration but I don't know this this particular story I think was kind of marked a shift in um, maybe my style a little bit um, I don't know after this story I started writing drawing a lot more from from my actual life um, so a lot of the recent stuff um, more so from this year a lot of it has started from something that's actually happened. 
whether that is a plot point or could just be a character. Um, it could be anything, like a, a just a sh- maybe like a, a two lines of dialogue that's happened and I've gone, oh, that's kind of cool. Um, I could probably write something around that or it could be an image that I've noticed that's stuck with me and I've written around that. So a, a little bit of stuff, but um, the truth is always kind of lost once I get going. Warmed and Bound being an anthology of The Velvet, can you tell us about a little bit about how you got involved with The Velvet? Um, well, like a, a lot of The Velvet, um, I made my way there uh, via The Cult, which is Chuck Polinick's, um like official fan site. So, so that's how I, I found uh, Bayer and, and Clevenger and Jones. Um, a, a lot of people at The Cult are... Uh, big fans of the Velvet authors, so um, when I when I joined the cult, must have been <clears throat> two or three years ago. Everyone's like, "Okay, so you haven't heard, you haven't read Bayer or Clevenger, have you?" And it's like, "No, no, I don't know these guys." Well, check it out. Check out Contortionist Handbook. Check out Kiss Me Judas. So you buy those books, and then you're like, "Well, this is." Better than Chuck Polnick, isn't it? <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so that kind of hooked me. Um, I read The Contortionist Handbook first, and that book just um, is incredible. Um, and that kind of led me over to The Velvet. I haven't really been posting as a member at The Velvet um, for that long. But only kind of started posting regularly. Uh, lately this year, but um, done a lot of lurking, a lot of reading of the old threads. There's a great thread over there called the Think Tank, where there's a lot of um, writerly stuff going on. So and um, Stephen and Craig pop their head in, pop their heads in there every now and then, and answer some questions and stuff, which is pretty cool. So um, yeah, but I, I, I made my way there through the cult, so like a lot of other people. At the time of this recording, Warmed and Bound is ranked number 13 on Barnes & Noble, which is just fantastic. Oh, it's 13 now? Yeah? It's yeah. number 13 as of about 10 minutes ago. <laughs> oh, man, um, how does this compare with your expectations? It doesn't. I, I, tell you, I, never, I didn't really consider um, rankings at all. I was just... And that's blown me away. I kind of... I got home from work this morning at about 7 in the morning and um which is why i'm a bit scattered um come off a 16 hour shift and i've had a couple hours sleep so i got home and i didn't want to go to sleep because i've i got home and checked into facebook and right club and that and everyone's talking you know we've gone down from 300,000 to 28 and then it was 26 the last time (laughs) <laughs> I checked before bed, so 13, wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Let's get to the top 10, hey? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and That's uh, really cool, really cool. It, <laughs> your enthusiasm for Warmed and Bound, I think, uh, is illustrated in, in one kind of standout way that, that I've noticed uh, a lot of people talking about, which is the tattoo that you recently got. You want to talk about that? Um, yeah, go for it. Um, 
I don't, I don't really know, but we were kicking the idea around a few of us on, on the Velvet, and I think it started over at Wright Club because uh, there's a lot of crossover there of the members of Velvet and Wright Club. Um, and the, the idea was kicking around, oh, we should, you know, get warmed and bound tattoos, and I've already got quite a few tattoos, so I was like, yeah, that's cool. I'd be into that, and I don't know. It, it was talked about a little bit, and I don't know how serious everyone else was, but I was pretty damn serious about <laughs> it because it's, uh, I don't know, it's huge, huge for me. I'm being published with a bunch of my best friends I'm, who I uh, not only adore as people, but as writers. Some of these writers are guys I, I look up to so much um so even that in itself was an amazing thing but then you know being published with Stephen and Craig uh two of my absolute favorite authors is mind-blowing it's something that I never thought would um happen let alone this early in my um career I'd you know, it's it's crazy. So, what better way to celebrate than <laughs> to, you know, put a tough stamp on? Yeah. So, I I got a little heart with a straight razor, so it's kind of representative of the story and warmed and bound as a whole. So it's um, I did that. <laughs> That's what I thought would be appropriate to do for a celebration. I saw that on Facebook, uh, I don't know, a couple weeks ago when you first posted it, and I thought it's very, very impressive. Uh, thank you. Uh, my friend did it, actually. All nice right. work. Um, you were speaking about this early in your career. Can you tell us how you got started writing? Um, yeah. Well, um, I've, I've only really been writing for a couple of... A cu- well, writing fiction for a couple of years, seriously. I'd always kind of written crap. We, we won't even call it writing. You know, shitty poems and journal-type stuff. And I don't know, then what happened, actually, is uh, my ex-girlfriend, she was studying to be a um, high school teacher. And she, as one of her courses, was doing a creative writing course. Uh, she'd come home from from uni one day and with all these manuscripts and I mean because I was I was already a pretty avid reader so she brought home these manuscripts and said I'll oh, check this out from the creative writing class it's really fun there's workshops and stuff and I read these things and was just like this is fucking horrible I can do way better than this and she was kind of like well do it, write something and I'll take it in and pretend it's mine and we'll see <laughs> um, See what the teacher says. And I was like, fuck it, all right. So it's a so good way to get out of your homework, I guess. Yeah, yeah I guess so. De- see, damn manipulative women. Huh? <laughs> I'll tell you what. Um, oh, shit, I'm going to get dragged over the coals for that one. So that's um, kind of how it started and after that, I started writing a little bit. I still wouldn't say I was serious, and I don't know. Then something happened, and I 
decided I kind of really wanted to do it. And I was um, kind of just bumming around on the internet one day and looking up online writers' workshops and classes and stuff like that. And I came across the cult. And I hadn't, even at that stage, I'd read a few of Chuck's earlier work and not a great deal. I mean, I was a big fan of Fight Club, obviously, like everyone else in the world. So I clicked through there and ended up joining the, the writer's workshop and kind of snowballed from there. But, I mean, it wasn't really until maybe halfway through last year that I really started thinking this is something that I really, really want to do. Um, um, and that's kind of how it happened. So, And then, I know, late last year... I joined Right Club and started uh, sending work out and getting it published and uh, that's kind of how it, how it happened. So that was the original question, wasn't it? Yes. I went off on one of those tangents. <laughs> that's cool. Kind of following up on that, um, aside from uh, some of the obvious authors you mentioned already from The Cult or Wormed and Bound, can you name any other big influences on your writing or are those people pretty much what you draw from um, influence? Uh, yeah, not so much Chuck anymore. Like, I, I kind of... I started, started writing like a lot of the people that um, go to the cult, kind of almost mimicking Chuck's voice, which is so hard not to do when you first start writing because he just has such a strong, compelling voice. Like, the... You know, the unnamed narrator in Fight Club, it's just, it's like a fucking disease. You just want to write that book again. Um, <laughs> but other other than that, like, Will Christopher Bayer is massive, massive influence. Um, when I read Kiss Me Judas, it was just like a an epiphany. That book really, really put it in me that I, I wanted to do this, um... And it, it kind of gave me the idea that I could I could write about the things that I want to write about. I could write about twisted, fucked up relationships and I could uh, write about, you know, people torturing each other emotionally and I could write, um, like Chris does, like just perfectly writes um, the darkest, most fucked up shit and it's just so beautiful to read <laughs> and um so he's a huge influence um and i mean um i don't really know a, a lot of the old pulp guys um hammett and kane and um so on uh, that's been a lot more so lately oh who else would i say Oh, like Bukowski, oh, a, yeah. a fair bit. Yeah, um, I don't know. Um, I just I love his unflinching ways. You know, just straight to the bone. He doesn't fuck around, and I think um, the honesty in the way he writes is beautiful. It's um, it's a, it's it's the same 
kind of same deal as Noir. It's like he's not scared to to just put himself out there, even if he looks like a fuckwit. And I think it just shows a raw side of human nature that's in us all. And I like that about his writing. I'm a big fan of him too. And just uh, an, an aside, I didn't think about it until you said it, but you're actually the first of all the Velvet people we've interviewed to mention Bukowski. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, I like a lot of that dirty realism stuff, like Carver as well. Um, Amy Hempel, wow. Um, I, li- I like those people that uh, kind of write just honestly about life and about people. Um, there's no pretense there. It's just straight up, and I, I try and be that as much as I can. So a lot of those writers are, are big influences. Uh, this is kind of just a little jab. We We like to talk to authors about their names so um uh what exactly are you a doctor of (laughs) um a doctor of fucking awesome i don't know (laughs) i don't know um you you know like doc's not my actual name that kind of that came about at right club actually because before i joined right club i hadn't hadn't sent any work off anywhere and um and when I started sending work off, I'm like, do I, do I want to be published under my real name? And I kind of, my first name's a bit bland. It's um, Matthew, so I didn't want to um, fall into the background, I guess. And um, I was kind of, you know, going along the J.D. Selinger route and thinking that I'd um, use my initials, which ended up being M.D., O'Donnell ah. and I was like kind of makes me sound like I'm a doctor and then uh, so Doc kind of came from there um, and I don't know I just really liked the sound of it. it sounded like a dirty old alcoholic pulp writer from the 40s or something so I was <laughs> like yep that's for me tell us a little bit about Dirty Noir Oh, uh, sure. What about it? <laughs> it's an um, online zine that publishes um, Dirty Noir. What would you like to know about it? Um, well, for example, you know, you've had some great authors on there, and most recently you've had uh, a very, very, very early snippet of Stephen Graham Jones' 2014 release, um, Not For Nothing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, what's your goal? What's your goal for the website? What would you like to see it become? Basically, might be a bit grand, but I'd love for it to be seen as one of the first in a new wave of pulp fiction magazines, I guess. Um, um, that's kind of where I'd like to be at, where we, we publish one, one story a week on a Wednesday. It's kind of um, just a nice little slap in the face to keep you going midweek. But um, come around October, we're going to be releasing quarterly issues as well. Um, they're all going to be e-issues. I'm, I'm not really doing... Well, when I say I don't, I don't have the desire to do anything print with the magazine simply because 
Um, I want it to be a, a contemporary magazine and I can just see this rise of the e-book happening and it's very exciting and I'd love to be a part of that. Um, so all our issues, our quarterly issues, are going to be e-exclusive and that, that'll be fun. Uh, we're going to call submissions for that soon, so we'll, we'll see how we go. Um, I've been following the website since right after it uh, it was put online, and you've had some really terrific stuff on there. What was your original motivation for for setting it up? Okay, um, well, that actually started at the Velvet too. There's a little thread over there in um, the sub forum, the think tank that I was talking about earlier. That um, is called something along the lines of describe what you write in less than three words. Um, so when I first joined the Velvet and went over there and thought, oh, this would be fun. So um, the, the term that I used to describe my writing was dirty noir, which is basically a blend of noir and dirty realism, which I, I think is kind of nails what I write um, pretty well. That's where it. That's where it all started. That idea, and from there, I was kind of just like, you know, in my bio or whenever anyone asked, I'd say, you know, I write dirty noir, and then I, I know I'd kind of wanted. I think I had the idea of starting a magazine uh, somewhere in my head, kind of rolling around there, and kind of started forming and forming um and then i thought dirty noir let's like link it all together and start a cool little e-zine i mean i don't really know what to say it, it I, I started it accidentally really like i'd i'd been putting it off for so long kind of always just thinking like i'm only 25 you know i'm not old enough to be the chief editor of a magazine and run it and just, you know, all those what-ifs as well. And then after a bit of a weird bender of staying up for, you know, a couple of nights writing and stuff, which is not an irregular occurrence for me, but um, I just kind of was flicking around and went on to Blogger and typed in Dirty Noir into it and started fiddling around a bit. And then, you know, one sleepless night later, I was then a dot com and the page started looking to that and I was like, well, I've I've kind of got a website happening here. <laughs> so I think from the time that I started working on it seriously to when it was launched was probably about a week. Um, I asked a bunch of uh, my friends from Riot Club to uh, send in some work to publish with the first batch and that's kind of how it started so like everything I seem to do I'd tie a couple of bricks to my feet and jump in the deep end otherwise I'm the kind of person that kind of stands on the edge like being a little sissy and flicking the water with my toes and <laughs> and just testing the water so I just jump in with the bricks on and see how it all pans out say we're going to keep our eye on it because uh, I like what you're doing over there. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's kind of, like I said, because I'd 
I'd thought about it a lot in my head. I hadn't written anything down. I hadn't planned anything. I was just running off a gut instinct, really. So it's good to hear that because I don't really know if I'm actually doing it right or if I'm doing the right thing. All I know is I I made a magazine that I love, the kind of magazine that I'd want to read, the kind of magazine that I'd want to publish in, and that's basically what Dirty Noir means to me. So it's nice to hear that that's that it could be that for someone else maybe um i I think livius and i can identify with that that's almost exactly (laughs) how our our podcast started was yeah sure just uh wanted to do something that we wanted to do and didn't think anybody would listen to it but so far so good so um yeah i I wish you all the success in the world with it oh thank you so much and for you guys as well i'm loving the podcast i've uh, listened to all the episodes so far so I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes maybe we luck out, and something that we like can actually be liked by other people, which is cool. <laughs> For sure. Uh, this is one of the ones that we we threw out to everybody. So, um, if you could if you could choose one author that you'd like to see us uh, review or have on to interview, who would you suggest? Um. Yeah. Sure. I'm. I've been kind of prepared for these. Pick one author. Pick one author to plug. <laughs> because I've noticed that you guys are doing it, so I'm just like, fuck, what am I going to say? What am I going to do? Um, so I'm going to go with Nick Corpon, like one of the Right Club buddies. Um, have you guys read Stay God or um, his novella Old Ghosts yet? I am in the middle of Stay God um, because we're actually going to have Nick on here in a couple of days. Yeah, for the warmed and bound sessions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. You know, well, I'd just, I'd say, get him on for a longer discussion. Uh, Stay God's a beautiful little book. Um, and then Old Ghost, the novella, get your hands on that because that was amazing too. And um, he's got a new novella coming out in August um, on the outside of Writer's Press. That's uh, uh, By the Nail of the War Priest, which uh, Dirty Noir posted an excerpt from. Well, did you guys read that on the website? Yep. So I, I got the chance to read that novella in full, and it's uh, my favourite of Nick's that I've read, and I've read a lot of his short work as well. Um, so that, that can be my book plug as well. When that comes out, everyone has to pick up a copy because it's it's just one of those examples of how something so dark can be written in such a beautiful way. His descriptions are startling. It's it's a really good book. And yeah, Nick's one of the editors at Dirty Noir now, which started probably a week or so ago, so... I can't back the guy enough. I, I really believe in his work, and I hope he goes far. Um, he certainly deserves to. But yeah, we're definitely looking forward to having him on. He's He's got some great views as well, so um, it'll be great to hear his interview and, and see what he says. What are you currently working on? Perhaps we should go with what I'm currently not working on. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what should uh, you be working on? <laughs> 
No, um, I'm massive, massively um, busy at the moment. Um, obviously, Dirty Noir is taking a lot of a lot of my time, and I mean, after that's, I mean, how long has that been going for now? Six, seven, seven weeks, maybe. I don't know. There's something. Something's ticked inside of me now, and I've, I've, I just feel very motivated and inspired and and driven at the moment. I'm, I kind of, I don't think I've slept more than three or four hours a night for the last kind of two months. I stay up all night, so I, I'm I'm working on a lot of things. Um, I've got about ten to fifteen short stories at the moment in different stages of of revision. Some of them that kind of just need a, a last fine tuning, and some that I'm I'm still working on. Um, actually, started writing something new. Uh, I think it's going to be a novella. Um, it's kind of it's kind of like a love story, I guess. That they all are. I seem to gravitate to love stories. Um, uh, so I started writing that accidentally the other night. I, I bought a new computer, a new Mac, and all right. Um, I, I got this program called Write Room that I just I can't back it enough at the moment. I'm kind of telling everyone to go and get it. It it's just um, it's so basic and simple. All it is is it just blacks out your whole screen, and so it's just a black screen with text on top and. There's no fancy shit going on, and I um I I got that and just kind of concentrated on this one image and thought I'll just free write for a bit and uh, 15 minutes later and I had like 500 words there and then um, a bit later in the night I I did the same thing kind of running off that idea and smashed out like 1500 words or something like that in a very short time so I'm kind of running running with that idea. And writing a bunch of shorts for, for different things, some that I'm just going to send out into the ether and hope that someone um, cool picks them up and a few things for uh, specific uh, projects, a, a couple of stories that editors have approached me about writing for anthologies. The latest one that I have to really finish soon, which isn't, too far off is a short story for um, a guy called Mike Gonzalez's website Thunderdome that I've published a couple of stories with. They've they're doing an anthology. I don't know when it comes out because my seasons are skewed. Um, <laughs> I think it will be spring for me, so I think that's fall for you guys, maybe. <laughs> Or autumn. Um, I'm not sure, but yeah, Mike's got this really cool little project. Um, I can't remember the exact title. Um, someone mentioned it on another Warmed and Bound sessions. I think it was Amanda. Um, I think it's called something like California in a Thousand Words. Or oh, right. right. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> remember that one? It's like a picture book, and we got prompts. So yeah, I'm just tightening the screws on that little story. For that and trying to get the word count to exactly 1,000 words. So yeah, a lot of, lot of stuff going on. Very little sleep, um, but that's okay. I'm I'm happy and I'm just incredibly motivated at the moment. So it's um it's good. I'm feeling good.
Yeah, sounds like your plate's pretty full. Hey, um, is there anything else that uh, you'd like to talk about or plug that we might not have mentioned already before we start to wrap things up? Um, plug, plug, plug. I know, I guess just like go and buy Warm and, Warmed and Bound. Really? I can't believe it's 13. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much it at the moment. I mean, um, check out Dirty Noir. Send in a story. Even if you don't write noir, if you... As, as long as it's dark and dirty, you know, and and the darkness there can can manifest itself in all sorts of ways. It doesn't have to be a typical noir story. Um, I I, say, I like I like that darkness to be a bit more introspective. Anyway, um, more about the darkness from uh, within, kind of. And that's a becomes the the outer darkness becomes a reflection of that. Um, other than those two things at the moment, I think that's it. I don't I don't want to be too much of a whore. <laughs> hey Doc, where can people get a hold of you? You can either do it through Dirty Noir, I guess, or obviously I've got the the Facebooks and the Twitters and all that happening. But I have a personal website as well, which is just docodonnell.com. And there's a little contact area there where you can click on the Facebook or Twitter links or send me an abusive email, and I encourage it. Um, I love hearing from people. You know, when you spend a lot of time in your room by yourself staring at walls, sometimes it's nice to get an email from a stranger. So drop me a line and say good day. Sounds great. Doc, thanks for taking the time to come on with us after uh, just a couple hours of sleep. We're really glad we could uh, c- we could connect with you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thanks again to Doc O'Donnell, our first international interview here on Booked. Um, you can catch Doc O'Donnell at DirtyNoir.com, and you can catch him at his personal uh, website, DocO'Donnell.com. And you can read his story, If You Love Me, in Warmed and Bound, which was released July 22nd, just this past Friday. Uh, look for links for it on our website, and I know that it's at least available on BarnesandNoble.com. And that'll wrap it up for another episode of Booked. I'm Rob Olson. And I'm Livia Snedden. Tune in tomorrow for another Warmed and Bound session.